0: Hello, and welcome back to Cathode Ray Mission. Uh, we are on a mission, uh, it seems, to explore the world of streaming television, what's out there, uh, specifically movies, because I already do a documentary show, and I don't want to waste my time getting involved with another TV series every week. So movies are a great, great way to just kind of end uh, in you know two hours or less, uh, a story, and then come and review it every week. Uh, I'm in Berkeley, California. With me, as always, is my co-host, uh, Randy Heyer in Oklahoma City. How you doing, Randy?
1: I'm doing well, Will. How's it going?
0: <laughs> Pretty good. Uh, and so uh, we got, uh, we're back to doing single movies this week. Um, I don't know what I was thinking with that last one. Uh, it uh, did not work for me. I was trying to squeeze in too much of my already busy schedule. Um, so we're going back to one movie per week. Uh, oh, yeah. and, and this week we are bringing you, uh, Randy, uh, why don't you introduce this one since this was one of your picks?
1: Oh yeah. This week we got Adam McGoyan's Chloe, which is a movie I had never seen. Although I am a massive fan of Adam McGowan. So I was like, what better time than now to pick. Chloe. So, Chloe is a movie, it's, I don't know, would you describe it as a sleek, mildly erotic thriller?
0: <laughs> it is a Canadian <laughs> Canadian erotic thriller. It's which,
1: only mildly a thriller.
0: Which is two-thirds yeah. of an American erotic thriller.
1: We were talking about how it's a pretty low-stakes movie, mm. and we were, like, watching it, or whatever, you're messaging me about it. and And yet, I don't know, it's just... It's one of those movies. Let me just tell you what it's about. It's about this woman played by Julianne Moore who thinks her husband, Liam Neeson, is cheating on her. And so she hires a beautiful prostitute played by Amanda Seyfried. I hope I'm pronouncing her name correctly. From Jennifer's Body and Mean Girls and stuff. We can get into her a little bit. I, I like her. She hires her to basically seduce her husband and find out if he'll go for it basically and like, you know, thereby proving if he's cheating or whatever and just seeing what it's like. But then she kind of starts to get turned on by, um, Chloe does the name of the prostitutes' stories and shit, you know, starts to get erotic, I guess.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. You can that's, say that. That's basically,
1: I mean, <laughs> I mean that's like that's like the the summary of the plot. We can get into like what what all happens and whatever, but it is okay. Were you gonna say something? Sorry.
0: Uh, well, no, it's just I mean that's it. But all this like that you have you've seen this story in countless '90s uh, erotic thrillers. You know, it's it's um, it's pretty by the numbers, but it it. You know, it's, um, it's very odd because it's very, you know, it's got these big stars in it and it's, uh, it doesn't really commit to anything fully. I think it kind of like tiptoes around a lot of stuff, um, while also being explicit about other things. And it's just like, uh, yeah. And, and like I said to you, I, it felt like a low stakes fatal attraction or, um, or single white female. Yeah. Because there's no death, really. I mean, there is, but, like, barely.
1: Yeah, it's a very tame... The conclusion, it does end with, spoiler, Chloe's death, but it's, it's very weird how it plays yeah. out. So anyway, okay, so I picked this movie... I'm going to go ahead and say this right now. I did like this movie. I'm going to rate it favorably. It's not going to be rated super high, but I did like it. Um, I picked this movie because it's made by Adam McGoyan, who is one of my absolute favorite filmmakers ever. He is from Canada. He is Armenian, Canadian. Um, And um, I just... He some of his more popular movies are like The Sweet Hereafter was one of the top. I think it won the top prize at the Cannes Film Festival that year, and it was like one of the top reviewed movies critically of that year. Um it's based on a Russell Banks novel, which I'm also a huge Russell Banks fan too. So The Sweet Hereafter is like one of his more well known movies, Exotica. But then he also made he's made lots of like really cool he sort of um has kind of like a Lynchian weirdness to mm. some of his early stuff and then that creeps back up. And I think even this movie but like he he's this this movie Chloe is from from 2009. It's in a phase of his career where he's making I think this is really a, a conscious attempt to make like a hit, you know, just like a like a, like like a very movie.
0: mainstream movie.
1: Right. Yeah. And so this movie comes off the heels of Adoration, which is a movie that not like he starts to kind of divide the critics a lot, like later on in his career, even though I think like Ararat, for instance, is a movie that divided critics. And that's maybe his finest film, in my opinion. But Adoration is a movie that really people were like really divided on. So I think after that, he makes this He made The Devil's Knot, which is probably his worst movie. It's based on um, the West Memphis Three, like Paradise Lost, what those Mm -hmm. documentaries are about. It's kind of a little more based on Meryl Everett's book, The Devil's Knot, which I actually, I love that book. And it's just a bad, it just didn't work out. I don't know. It's not super good. But he made that. And then he made this movie called Remember with Christopher Plummer, where he's... um, tracking down, he's like an old man with uh, Alzheimer's, he's tracking down a, a Nazi living in America. Mm. And they're, they're all kind of like a little more mainstream but they still deal with um, his main themes are always truth and like the subjectivity of truth and stuff. And I mean, mm-hmm. I think Chloe definitely deals with that too. You can see like his little, and it, he has a very calm quiet style that carries around all of his movies and Chloe's is, I, that's one of the reasons I really loved it is because, I didn't love it but I liked it a lot, is that it is very very quiet and calm
0: I noticed that uh, uh, quite a bit it, it almost added to this kind of like creeping, you know keeping quiet about this secret you know, you know, we can't let anyone know what we're doing mm-hmm. uh, and what are we doing once they start Falling for each other um, Yeah But there's always this sense of like Someone's going to find out Someone's going to find out Right And they And a couple things You know At the very top You know um, Julianne Moore catches the sun You know Having a girl spend the night uh, And So Then you also have this thing about uh, Finding cell phone messages And then um, Their house even And even a lot of like, her office, there's a lot of windows. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's something I, I noticed, that everyone's very exposed. Uh, that's and, a big and
1: theme in his, all of his work is, yeah, that, like, watching people, voyeurism, mm-hmm. uh, surveillance, and stuff like that. So, yeah, that is a big theme of Adam McGowan's in, the, in, in there, so...
0: Anyway, yeah, that yeah, that was something I I noticed like from the very beginning. It's like looking at someone through a layer of windows, um, like Liam Neeson going into his office and then Julianne Moore watching him through like two panes of glass mm-hmm. um, in different sections of the house. So. It's
1: very beautiful. Their house it is like parasite or some shit. Like watching it, I was thinking like people like are, are living in the basement of this house <laughs> for sure. It's, yeah. They are, like, obscenely wealthy. It's a movie yep. where, like, I don't typically... Movies like that more and more kind of, like, piss me off and stuff, you know? But since when you're in the hands of a master, I guess, mm-hmm. I kind of, like... I'm like, well, whatever. We'll see what Adam McGoyan's going to do with this. And, like, yeah, yeah, it was fine. He didn't, like... It didn't, like, piss me off, like ultimately, <laughs> like, how rich they are and stuff, yeah. you know? Uh but yeah, so what happens in the movie is uh she's getting turned on, but it's more Julianne Moore is getting turned on thinking about her husband fucking somebody else. Yeah. And uh Chloe is actually like kind of falling in love with Julianne Moore or becoming mm-hmm. obsessed with her at least. So they end up having sex, and that's like the big sexy moment. I was wondering yeah. I was like, I think Blue is the Warmest Color comes out after this, right? It seemed very, sure, yeah. like, it seemed like a scene, though, that they'd be like, well, there's this big movie, Blue is the Warmest Color. Like, how can we condense that into an R-rated, Yeah, you know? Because it just seemed kind of, like, hot off the heels of that movie. We included mm-hmm. a little bit of that in ours. But, uh, yeah, it's, like, years before. Um, But they have sex, and in any way, Julianne Moore's like, no, I I love my husband, and Chloe starts crossing the line and stuff, and yeah, I don't know. Yeah. She just, like, she ends up... What ends up happening is she... And you stop now. I mean, because this movie is, like, it's got some twists and stuff. I don't know. The way we're talking about it, I bet only a small... (laughs) Fraction of people will be like, "Hmm, I'm gonna go watch this," but I well, I, do, I did like it. But
0: <laughs> I mean, it's like it's it's. I mean, it's not bad. It's it it hits all the marks, and the talent is there. It it's does. just and
1: it's classy too.
0: Yeah, his son it just,
1: is a, a classical pianist, which yeah. I thought was an extremely Canadian touch. Yeah, not just Adam McGoohan like. Just Canadians, classical music and stuff. It just creeps but, into their movies.
0: But he was also like a football player too, and or something, or a soccer oh, player. Oh
1: yeah, maybe. Or a, hockey? No, it was hockey. It was a hockey, hockey play. Yeah. Well, that makes Another sense. Canadian touch. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's the kid from a. Uh, oh my goodness! I wish this was streaming. I don't think it is, but I own the DVD. My soul to take. Have you ever seen that movie? No. It's a. Uh, It's like Wes Craven's second to last movie, I want to say, and it is like, damn, it is one of the worst movies ever, but it's so, it's like an extremely fun bad movie, and it stars that kid. It stars the kid who plays Liam Neeson and Julia Moore's son and Chloe, and it's got to be like the same year, too, because he looks exactly the same. And I couldn't stop thinking about that movie and how <laughs> bad he is in that movie. I thought he was substantially better in this, but the material is a lot more solid in this movie than My Soul to Take. Yeah. <laughs> but uh I don't know, I I like Chloe. Oh it's, pretty yeah. good.
0: it's it's not bad. It's it's um you know, it's just very simple. And it's just, you know, it was it it'll it'll push the boundaries For someone who is not used to this kind of movie, who is like more into like TV movie of the week, network TV, um, you know, or daytime TV, because it's very tame despite, you know, being this weird uh, erotic thriller um, from the mid, from the, you know, early, late, late 2000s. Um, And what happens
1: is Chloe falls out the window. And dies at the end. And it's really, like, artistically, it's shot like, like, remember those old, like, Calvin Klein commercials where it's like, it's like abstract (laughs) shit happening? It's like, kind of shot like that where it's like,
0: it was like a know. point of view of her <laughs> on her
1: face. I, how did the window fall out? It's a huge pane of glass, and it just kind of pops out. Like, she touches yeah. it, and it just popped out of the house. Like, Well,
0: you saw her, like, open the window at one point and you know listen I mean, to her, her son. And that thing
1: has got away so much. Yeah. So dangerous. You know, if that there was a risk of a huge pane of glass like that falling, just popping out. Yeah. I don't know.
0: Well, there's the other part where there's like, at the very beginning, Julianne Moore and Chloe meet, well, Julianne Moore is aware of Chloe, because she sees her outside the window uh, of her office, of her doctor's office, and then meets her in a bathroom where Chloe is crying, because she's there with a client, and... Somehow some exchange happens uh, Either there or a little bit later And Chloe gives Julianne Moore this hairpin Mm. And so At the very end of the movie After Chloe has fallen out the window It almost just like Fades to a uh, A party at the same house Julianne Moore, Liam Neeson, their son Are all there They're in different parts of the house They look at each other Julianne Moore turns around and that hairpin is there Um
1: it's so, like, subtle like, nothingness, yeah. uh, but it's nice, though. I don't know.
0: I mean, it, it, it kind of, I don't know, it wraps it all up in a way, but it's just like, ah, yeah, but, like, what was what was the result of that? What was the reason for it? What was yeah. the, you know, did it get them closer together or what? Um, so.
1: It, yeah, it straight up does not... Say at all, but and yet I recommend it because you brought up I keep thinking about this you brought up single white female that's a movie I'd never seen until like last year last summer, shutter had it up for a month or something, and I watched it, and I think I just I love movies like that, you know, oh they're great like, so this this to me was really good i mean i I loved it, you know it's not as salacious yeah. as like Sliver or something which Sliver to me is maybe the top I don't know like, it's,
0: it's like one of those um, I don't know those 90s like very sweaty uh, erotic thrillers it feels like yeah, because um, it's got a Baldwin in it and it's got Sharon Stone in it post basic instinct
1: yes and it's very sexy and yeah. it has uh, Tom Berenger in it too
0: oh yeah and right. it's all
1: about surveillance and it has a an excellent eb-40 hit <laughs> on the soundtrack
0: i got heavy heavy airplay when that came out
1: it did i love that song too
0: um i do want to mention that this movie was written by it was an adaptation of a french movie uh which with the same plot uh but uh i'm gonna mispronounce this name i'm sorry but aaron Crescenda uh, wilson who wrote this and um when I first started watching this, I started getting vibes of that movie, Secretary. Uh, and it turns out Eric Crescendo Wilson, uh, also wrote Secretary. Uh, so, uh, you know, I, I could definitely see that there. I think Secretary is a better movie, a much better movie. <laughs> um, you know, it, uh, along these kind of same lines ish, you know, dealing with a lot of the same themes. Um, And I think, you know, the secretary definitely pushes things a lot more. And in that regard, makes things a lot more interesting. Um, So, uh, again, there's definitely some talent there. Um, But for, you know, whatever reason, sometimes a movie just doesn't gel together like it should, despite everyone, all the talent that's in there. And, like, I think, it. I mean, I don't, again, I recommend just watching this movie. This is like... An okay movie. It's not bad. It's just like not anything special.
1: Right. I think it's it's very in that way Canadian. You know, it's <laughs> yeah. not. It's not. He's sort of like. He's trying to make a movie that will appeal to certainly to American audiences or world audiences, and I think it was actually for him one of his biggest money makers, if really? not his biggest hit. Yeah, money wise, uh, but. He can't help that he is extremely Canadian. Yeah, he's a very he he has a quiet, reserved filmmaking style and stuff. I don't know. So I mean,
0: you get that out of out of Cronenberg too. So no matter like whatever cool thing he's doing, it does absolutely. have that Canadian flavor to it.
1: Mm-hmm. And you know that they're buddies, of course. You know all yeah. those guys are buddies. Yeah. Uh Don McKellar but I would love to cover some Don McKellar if they had like last night or something. Have you ever seen that movie? No, I haven't. Oh man. Good stuff.
0: um, (laughs) Well, why don't we go ahead and uh, take a quick break and we'll come up, uh, come back with a full uh, rating and some recommendations.
1: Hell Yeah.
0: Rather have a day job than be a Pokemon mascot. Han Solo is clearly more attractive than Indiana Jones. I
1: would take the Star Wars trilogy over the Matrix trilogy any time.
0: The Legend of Zelda versus Super Mario. Who's better in bed, Jafar or Gaston? And would Thanos masturbate with the Infinity Gauntlet or not? Every week, Nerd Rage: The Great Debates brings you the funniest comics writers and podcasters to settle some of geekdom's most divisive topics. Find us on Spotify or wherever you find podcasts.
1: Hi, I'm Jacob,
0: and I'm Annie. Have you ever enjoyed a palaver?
1: Is it good to be the dog's dinner?
0: Who is this Bob? And why is he your uncle?
1: For the answers to all these questions, you'll have to listen to our podcast, Boo to a Goose, breaking down British and American expressions and idioms.
0: We use them, define them, and explain their history, all in a short, digestible format.
1: So go ahead and check out Boo to a Goose wherever you get your podcasts. Cheerio! That means goodbye. Goodbye.
0: All right, we are back, and so here is uh, now is the time for our big rating. Uh, Randy, what did you rate the movie?
1: I rated this movie three and a half out of
0: five stars. Three and a half out of five. I I I gotta check my uh, my letterbox here, but I gave it a three star review, nice. which is pretty good. Um, yeah. I'm sorry, I gave it a two and a half stars. Well. Two and a half stars is worth watching, but not great. Um, it uh, it It is it is interesting enough that I didn't waste my time watching it. And um, it had a lot of good stuff in it. It had a lot of, it, you know, performances are good. Uh, there's enough subtlety in there to kind of keep, kind of kept me entertained and watching it through the whole thing. And it is short enough, too. That's the other thing.
1: Yeah. So. It's, um, yeah. I My extra half star on my three and a half star review is out of my love of Adam McGoyan as a filmmaker. I also, I should go on record and say, I said we were going to get into uh, Amanda Seyfried and how much I like her, but I do like all the act. I like Julianne Moore mm-hmm. and Liam Neeson a lot, of course, as actors and whatever. So like, this movie, to me, I was like, Hell yeah, so that extra half star I am being kind of kind with my review mm-hmm. Maybe, but I, I do love Adam McGoyan. I'm a completist with him I'm glad to finally watch this movie now
0: um, and, and for me, I think I'm not as familiar with his work So I think if I were uh, If I were to watch more stuff I might have a better opinion of this movie And yeah. kind of what he's trying to do career-wise
1: you know, he made it. I forgot to mention this earlier, but maybe his most well-known movie is uh, "Where the Truth Lies" with Kevin Bacon and Colin Firth. Did you see that one? I didn't
0: see that one either. Okay, no.
1: that's that was another one that was like a bid for um, mainstream. Yeah. Acceptability, and that movie is actually covered in uh This film is not yet rated. That documentary. That's oh, like yeah. The big they cover that movie, um, pretty extensively. Hmm. Because of a, like a, there's like a, a sex scene or something that was, they fought It was more. cut out of there? Yeah.
0: Hmm. Um, anyway. Cool. Uh, so. What what uh, other movies would you recommend based on this one?
1: Honestly, I would recommend, like we've been talking about, Sliver, Single White Female, anything, anything like that that's like sexy and dark that has maybe like, ah, uh, murder. That's not really the point of these movies like danger is the point of these movies and you want like maybe an act or two or three acts of violence to happen but they're not like slasher movies you know what i mean i yeah. don't know so something like that or you know just any i implore anyone to uh investigate adam McGoyan as a filmmaker his filmography is very interesting and wonderful too so yeah that would be my recommendation just more movies by Adam McGowan or you know s- kind of trashy fun movies like Single Wife Female and Sliver and shit
0: yeah I think I think those are my picks too are those really great 90s erotic thrillers um that again did a lot of this stuff much darker and much better and there was there was that element of danger in there that really um you know you've you've crossed a line and now you've got to deal with the consequences. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that I just felt was a little bit missing out of this one. Uh, yeah, I, mean, I think it's absolutely. a lot much more present in those like really good '90s ones. So Single even like wife Basic
1: female, wipes the floor with this. It's so know. good. It's yeah.
0: like I love that movie. Um, and then you got a uh, 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 Bridget Fonda and um,
1: Jennifer Jason
0: Leigh. Jennifer Jason Leigh, both oh, Jennifer Jason Leigh, especially that maybe, Holy right. shit. Right.
1: Yeah. Um You were about to say Basic Instinct though.
0: Basic Instinct too is great. Um it's got it's it you know, I love Verhoeven and <laughs> Me too. It's got one of my it's still got it's a very different movie than Robocop and and um Total Recall, but it's got a trope in there that I absolutely love, which is a violent puppet. Um, um at the very beginning, uh like Sharon Stone stabs a dude that dude in the eye and it's like this puppet of a man. Um, just like in Total Recall, <laughs> just like in RoboCop, it's Hell like yeah. a puppet for special effects. It's great. Um, but yeah, uh, it's
1: been a while it, since I've seen that. But fuck yeah, it, it, you, you should
0: watch it again. It's really great. Um, but yeah, so uh, there's plenty of these types of uh, of thrillers out there. Jade, oh Jade, yeah,
1: with Russo, fucking kicks ass. Yeah, <laughs> it's got um, Linda Fiorentino in it. Oh, speaking oh, really? of. Last Seduction. Last Seduction is actually maybe the top which, of my list. Who who's,
0: Which one is that one?
1: Last Seduction is um, It's John Dahl. who went, He made that. He made Red Rock West with Nicolas Cage, which is basically a lot of people have said U-Turn ripped off Red Rock West. <laughs> oh, right. And then he made Rounders. It's probably his most okay. famous movie. But Last Seduction is actually a movie that he made that was going to go to direct video but it was people liked it so much that they actually made it theatrical it's one of those huh. rare movies um but it's Linda Fiorentino and she is just like a scorched earth fin patel it's a it's a neo noir movie huh. and it's it's excellent and actually Exotica. If we're getting into sexy neo noir, that's Ad- Ad- yeah Ad-Goyan's definitive statement on that Exotica. I, so
0: I remember that movie coming out and seeing trailers for it, and it's just one I never
1: saw. Oh, uh, Exotica! It looks all the marketing that Miramax did. It's like makes it look like it's all about like strippers and stuff. Yeah, but it's one of the most like sorrowful, <laughs> like patient movies. Oh, really? Yes. Okay, <laughs> I need to I need to pick that up then. It's an awesome ensemble piece with like Elias Cotillas and Bruce Greenwood and Sarah Paul and uh his wife Ars- Arsenic uh K- I can't say her name. Con Kajanian or something like that. Forgive me. She's like an amazing <laughs> actress and she's in a lot of Adam McGowen's movies. She's his wife and uh she owns in that movie. She's like the pregnant owner of the the strip club. It's, <laughs> But yeah, just any the '90s sleek, sexy '90s movies.
0: Yeah, <laughs> it's kind of that, a
1: throwback to that. I thought
0: it's Clearly. that 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 kind of that that group that like spawned Tarantino eventually. That birthed that um, kind of had its you know other. Directors and everything kind of spit out of there that were not as big blockbusters necessarily mm-hmm. But they all kind of share that same a lot of the same style points uh, Which I really like uh, looking back on that era uh, Well, cool uh, Anything else uh, as we wrap up anything else you want to kind of uh, plug here anything going on? Oh,
1: uh, not for me really. I got My band, chat pile. We have a record out on Reptilian Records, and then the theater I work at or I used to work at is Radiocinema.org. They're doing the virtual cinema stuff. I, depending on whatever this comes out, they're doing some uh Takeshi katana movies right now. Like, I know Violent Cop is out as we record this, but I think there's another one out. So maybe by the time that this episode comes out, a different Takeshi Katana movie will be virtually playing at RadioCinema.org. you can check that out
0: likewise at uh, uh, Roxy, uh, roxy.com I believe the link is in the show notes uh, that's the Roxy in uh, San Francisco is doing the same thing this is where you can get uh, special screenings first run movies uh, and, and it helps out your local independent uh, movie theater so check out your local uh, movie theater if uh, you're curious about that stuff going on or check out one of those two sites that we provide in the link um also I got stuff going on, a lot of shows going on. Check my Instagram. You can find it in the in the uh in the show notes. Uh doing a lot of Zoom shows with a couple other shows I do talkies every every other Friday. Uh it's at 8 p.m. Pacific on Zoom. And then uh my other podcast, Nerd Rage the Great Debates, uh has been doing uh regular live shows as well on Zoom. Uh and then Subdoc, my other podcast I produce about documentaries. If you're curious about what's hot with documentaries, uh, you can check that out. And then we just got the director of uh, City of Gold, the um, documentary about, oh, I forgot his name all of a sudden, Jonathan, Jonathan Gold, uh, who was the LA, uh, LA Times food critic for many years. Hmm. Uh, we got the director of that documentary on, uh, the episode I just finished the day of this recording so sweet. Uh, yep we'll be back again next week uh, with another movie that we'll pick from a hat and uh, until then Randy I'll see you later
1: see you later bro